these plants have such power and such intelligence in them. Aloha, Aloha, my friends. How's everybody out there? Welcome to the Unaltered E Experience. Yes, we're so excited to be here and to have our special guest. Actually, my name's Alexander. Oh, yes. My name is Sarah. And that's my wife. And that's my man. And we're not making any claims. Nope, Absolutely no claims, no claims at all. Wouldn't be worth making any claims because you know we're all different. And what we're doing is bringing personal experiences, real life experiences from mm -hmm. people directly from the people to directly to you. So mm -hmm. that's kind of what we're doing and zero yeah. claims. Absolutely no claims and providing possible options. So we have a special guest with us today. I'm so excited. Welcome, Karina Barris. Thank you so much for joining us today. Thank you so much for having me. I'm excited to be here with you. Okay, yes. now I've, I've heard your, I said your name a thousand times, but it, what's the exact pronunciation of your last name? Barris. Barris, Barris. And it, it's like, but it's spelled B-O-U? B-A-R-R-U-S. Barris. Why do I say B-O-U? Yeah. I don't know. Why. I don't... Sometimes people say Barris, Barris, which I think yeah, is yeah, yeah, yeah. elegant. <laughs> <Barris>. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Sounds good. So um, let's get a little background information from you. Uh, where were you born? Where were you raised? So I had kind of the quintessential California upbringing, um, maybe a little bizarre, but <laughs> part of the time. I was actually born in Garberville, and I was born at home. I was one of the oh. first waves born at home with midwives and everything, kind of that coming back into vogue. Mm -hmm. Nice. Um, and so my parents were kind of hippie parents at the time. They, they were doing this back to the land experience when I was born. And, um, you know, they had goats and they lived out in the country. And then they realized that that wasn't for them. So they moved to San Francisco. So I remember growing up in San Francisco. I don't remember that whole period because I was about two by the time we were in the city. Um, and then I was in San Francisco till I was 10 and then Berkeley. Oh, so I yeah. had the whole Francisco, lived in Haight-Ashbury experience, <laughs> grew up and went to high school in Berkeley, which is kind of a whole, you know, microcosm in the world as well. Um, very California, very alternative kind of upbringing. So San Francisco to Berkeley, huh? Mm -hmm. what, was it, what was it like growing up in that time frame in San Francisco and then Berkeley? I mean, was that, that was post bra burning, but still pretty crazy? <laughs> You know, I didn't really know any different mm. until I was older, yeah. right? So I just kind of thought that's how the world was. Um, but, I mean, the city was a lot smaller then in the sense that, you know, as kids, we'd run around and we'd be out till six or seven at night, mm. kind of like everywhere else in the mm -hmm. world, I yeah, guess. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, just a lot of characters, I think. A lot of really interesting people. Um, kind of a fun thing. My dad actually, um, my mom was a teacher and my dad was... Uh, putting himself through school to be a counselor, to be a marriage counselor. And he actually made stained glass and sold it down at Fisherman's Wharf. Oh. So lots of time with my dad just running around Fisherman's Wharf and, you know, while he was selling his stained glass. That's awesome. That is actually that is super awesome. cool. <laughs> yeah. So, um, so when growing up, how, uh, as far as like nutrition or food or how, what was your life like? You know, I don't, 
it's interesting. I think both of my parents were open and interested in natural health mm -hmm. for sure. Um, obviously the home birth was a very natural, mm -hmm. you know, natural birth. My mom didn't want to have any drugs, didn't want any, any interventions. So I wouldn't say we were like a highly medical family. Mm -hmm. You know, um, my mom used acupuncture. She did some herbs. Um, my dad would kind of go on these health kicks <laughs> and like with spirulina and beer yeast. And so I kind of remember him making these like horrible smoothies <laughs> and just <laughs> trying to get me to drink them. And, um, but you know, we didn't... <sighs> I think when I was sick, though, I still remember going to the doctor, you know, I don't think my parents really had tools and ways of managing um, the basic stuff for kids at home. I don't think they really knew, knew that type of thing. So I still ended up probably like other kids going to the doctor, taking medicine when I was sick. Got it. Got it. Mm, okay. And then um, post Berkeley or towards, mm -hmm. I mean, did you go to school in Berkeley? Did you go somewhere else? Did you go to school even? So I took kind of a circuitous route through all of that. I actually um, had a dream to go to Hawaii when I was in high school. So I saved that money and I just moved to Hawaii and I spent about six months just traveling around Hawaii nice. in Maui. Wow, nice. that's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. And I just loved it. And I wanted to come back. I wanted to live there. And so I was trying to figure out kind of what I could do to earn a living. And so I then went to massage school. And so I went to massage school really early on, became a massage therapist. And I worked in Maui for a couple of years at some really high end like resorts and um, for a chiropractor doing massage. So early on, I got into the whole natural health um, world through doing massage. And then so many other people that I was you know, exposed to chiropractors and things that were into natural health that I worked for. Um, and then I ended up going to college later, actually in my twenties. Oh, okay. Nice. Wow. That yeah. is awesome. Yeah. So yeah. really you set yourself up to have some really awesome experiences at a really young age, right? Like by the time you yeah. went back to college, you'd already lived some, you know what I'm saying? Like lots of times people are just yeah. like leaving the house when they go to college. Yeah. Yeah. And I did actually before college, I did a whole, another six months, uh, travel through the Pacific Rim. And so with a backpack, what? And did a whole by yourself? Backpack. I actually traveled with a with a friend. But, oh, nice. yeah, but still, yeah. I didn't realize yeah. you're so adventurous. <laughs> that you. is awesome. That's like been on my bucket list to like backpack travel. But um, I don't know. I'd I'll have to convince my husband. We'd That's never like... been on his bucket list. <laughs> well, no. I, I, you... I'm, uh, wait, I'm not trying to say anything bad no, about you. No, it's not. I, I, no one said it wasn't on my bucket list. I never Ooh. said it wasn't. Oh, was it ever? We talked about yeah, it's yeah. okay. It's okay. It's okay. Either way, that's bit, so you know. awesome that you actually did it. You know, it's harder with kids for sure. Mm -hmm. And that's, you know, one of the things once I got into doTERRA and it was such a dream to be able to travel again, but be able to take my kids and, you know, obviously it's so much easier one person in a backpack than a whole totally, family. Totally, yeah, for, for sure. sure. And the expense and everything. So I've been able now to be able to do more travels again, which has been really cool. Awesome. Yeah, that is super awesome. <clears throat> So after you're uh, getting into school, uh, were you looking at natural solutions? Were you were you going down that path uh, more so? And where did that lead you? Yeah, you know, I um, I would say I would that would be my predominant go to mm. was was natural solutions when I could when I when I could find a solution that worked mm -hmm. right. Mm -hmm. So um, that that worked most of the time. I would say um, where I would use herbs 
or I did acupuncture as well, mm -hmm. or I would sometimes I've you know see a naturopath, but I would really try to find a natural solution to things. Um, I ended up actually right before starting to use essential oils, <clears throat> having some like really really hard situations where I just kind of couldn't find solutions mm. and felt really overwhelmed. And I did end up kind of using more Western medicine, which I really didn't like. Uh, so I think it was kind of a mix for me before. Nice, nice. Yeah. And then yeah. uh, you said that was right before essential oils. Now you've been involved in- Actually, let me back up, let me back up. I had kind of an early, um, a few early experiences that kind of pushed me in that direction even more. Cause as I mentioned, like I grew up kind of, you know, we did some natural, but really when it came to getting sick, um, I would go to the doctor mm -hmm. and early on in my teen years, I was put on some antibiotics that I had a horrible reaction to. Oh. Um, like I got hives all over my whole body. I got, you know, fevers. I was like passing out. I, I got really, really, really sick. It was really scary actually. Cause I was away from home. I was, as a teenager, I was like 15 or 16. And, um, and then, so they said, okay, you're, you know, obviously allergic to, that was penicillin. Mm -hmm. Um, we're going to try you on amoxicillin the next time I needed something. And then I had a horrible reaction with that. Like just like, uh, you know, rashes all over my entire body. So I had these experiences early on where I was like, I do not want to take antibiotics. Mm -hmm. Like my body does not like them. Mm -hmm. Um, and it turned out I'm allergic. To, I'm actually allergic to three of them. So, uh, but I've had other, I've had other bad reactions on medicines. And so, and also my, um, my grandmother actually died from a properly prescribed medication in her 50s. Holy she overdosed. Over, she had an overdose reaction. And so I kind of had this very kind of skeptical fear, even, mm -hmm. honestly, of, of medicines because of my own experience and then, of course, my grandmother. So wow. it was almost in your blood. I mean, like my dad, uh, yeah. he, penis, uh, not penicillin, excuse me. Novocaine, when they would go to do his teeth, wouldn't work on him. Yeah. So they had to like quadruple it up. And and so when I would go to the dentist as a little kid, I'd be tortured because they thought it was not like I was normal. And they're drilling on me, ripping me. And I was like screaming and crying. And so then one time I went in when I was older and I said, oh, you know, I don't think it works the same like my dad. Can you? And so they had to shoot it in the roof of my mouth, all these gnarly shots. But <laughs> it took extreme measures to be able to even somewhat deaden my tooth. So, And that was from my dad. That's crazy that it kind of came down to you that you have this intolerance yeah. for this Western, this kind of, you know, yeah. these cylinders mm -hmm. or whatever, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. I think I think certain people's bodies are more sensitive. Yeah. You know, I really find that. And mm. uh these, a lot of these Western drugs just go and they kind of obliterate and, and they can really, I mean, they have, they do wreak havoc whether you feel it or mm -hmm. not, you know, totally, totally over time, mm -hmm. but I could feel it. It was pretty harsh. Well, it's crazy too, yeah. because if you look at that effect and then you look at kind of fast forward to now, how much of an impact you have on people's lives in regards to natural health, mm -hmm. it's like you almost got pushed into it and then you just ran with it which is pretty awesome. Yeah. So, so yeah. how soon after that or what, what led you or how'd you first get introduced to essential oils? Let's just go shoot to there. So, you know, it's so, it's so great. I love, I love how I was introduced because really at that time was kind of a rough time in my life. I was going through a lot of stress. Um, I actually was taking some medicine at that point for anxiety because my anxiety was so high and I had gone through this period of, um, you know, 
we, the downturn of the economy, we lost our, you know, we, it was like a two year period, but we lost our house during that time. We lost five properties that we had bought. Um, my dad was diagnosed and passed away from cancer mm. that year. And, and I was leaving, my kids were little, they were like two and five. And I kept leaving my kids flying across the country to take care of my dad. And it was just so stressful. So I started having insomnia and I couldn't sleep and I took sleeping pills. And I mean, stuff like I'd never done in my life. Mm. I had pneumonia during that period, like and lost like different pounds and just really like, I was not well. And so when the essential oils came into my life, like I just describe it as like a life raft. I felt like somebody gave me a life raft because I always felt like I was just kind of sinking and drowning in all of it. And, and I started to use them for emotional support. I started to use them. I had a lot of candida in my body mm. at that point, probably a lot of stress and other, you know, probably some of the meds mm -hmm. and just the way I was living. Mm -hmm. And so I started to use them to rid my body of that. And I really had powerful results quickly and that kind of blew me away because I had used natural medicine before and my experience of natural medicine is that often it worked, but it was slow. Mm. And that's why sometimes I wouldn't use it mm -hmm. because I'm like, oh gosh, if I'm really sick or if my kids are really mm -hmm. sick, like we got to deal with this quick. Mm -hmm. I don't have time mm -hmm. to let this linger, mm -hmm. right? Especially with kids, right? There's that feeling of like, they've got a fever, they've got this, they've got that. I don't want to let this linger too long. Mm -hmm. I want to see results, mm -hmm. right? And so the essential oils work so quickly that I was like, whoa, they work faster actually than a lot of other Western things I had tried. That not slow. That's so, so yeah, that, that's so crazy. That blew, my mind. that blew my mind. Yeah. It's crazy because, uh, before this podcast, before we started this podcast, I used to think the same thing just because maybe I didn't really assess our experiences properly, but also I thought, mm -hmm. you know, Oh, if I don't catch the headache right as it's building up, it's going to be less effective. Or if I don't do something, it might take longer. It might, but <clears throat> especially now, you know, 20, 25 podcasts in and paying more attention to how it's affecting us. <laughs> oftentimes they're faster and all these experiences, they're faster. And wow. I used to be like, well, you know, and I used to think headaches. <laughs> I used to think headaches because I get wow. headaches, right? So it'd be like, oh man, if I got some slamming headache and I can't control it with peppermint, past tense, frankincense, whatever, I'll have to pop some Advil, which I'd never want to do ever. But it's like, yeah. man, there's a host of other things and, and, and other symptoms and things that just get slammed by essential oils immediately. And it's amazing. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it is so amazing. I mean, I think one thing that is true that's different than like a Western medical model is, you know, there is a consistency. Oh my gosh, is, yes. Right? It's not like pop a pill and forget about it, right? It's like, you know, there is like, hey, you may need to re reapply for a while and layer. And so there is that aspect to it, mm -hmm. but the, the effects, are, I mean, I if I put pastins on a headache, I feel some effect pretty much immediately. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now, we not completely wipe it out immediately, right? There may be more steps. Yeah. But if I pop an Advil, I don't feel immediate response yeah, to that, yeah, right? Yeah. So, plus, of course, what's it doing to my liver? And, oh, you, yeah. know, mm -hmm. you know, and again, there's no shame or blame. I mean, there's times for sure. Like, I'm so grateful we live where we live and we have access totally. to, you know, like right now I'm taking care of my mom who just had surgery. Mm -hmm. And of course, she's going to take the pain meds for a few mm -hmm. days, right? Like, that's okay. Like there's a time and a place for that, mm -hmm. but we're going to wean her off as quick as possible. Right. With oils and with other natural mm -hmm. things. So. Yeah, well, awesome. and the other thing I love about living nowadays is it's like, I get to use the natural option, but I still have in the back of my head, 
if I need to take him to the doctors, I can. Like, I love that. And for, for us, actually, we've been, yeah, we've really been able to tackle some really pretty big things if yeah. with, you know, ourselves and with our children. And always in the back of my head's been like, okay, if I, if it doesn't, if it doesn't, if I don't continue to see progress and yeah. it's getting better, I can always rush him to the doctors if we need to. And so far we've been able to just with bone broth and nutrition and with using oils and taking the supplements, um, we've been able to tackle everything. It's actually been super amazing, but I love that we do have that option and well, it's, it's like, important to have that option, you know? Cause totally, I'm, totally. I'm always like, so what, <laughs> like <is> what? <laughs> Cause I'm concerned, right? So I'm like, okay, this kid's sick in this way. Like, what? And she goes, yeah, what? What are we going to do? Take them and then what the doctor's going to put them on antibiotics. And I'm like. I literally think about like before I had the oils, because I was kind of in that boat too. I mean, my issue was I believed in natural. Mm -hmm. But before the oils, what I did was I would take herbs, swallowing herbs, mm -hmm. right? And those would be the powder forms, um, sometimes teas, tinctures. Mm -hmm. Guess what? horrible okay mm -hmm. and when my kids were little like i don't think i could have bribed them with enough candy in the world <laughs> take that stuff there's just no way they wouldn't do yeah. it right and so i felt like i didn't know what to do when they were sick because so i i did take them to urgent care for you know for those types mm -hmm. of things because i was like i don't i know what i can do i could take golden still and echinacea for a week you know five times a day and i'm like i can't do that with totally them. so i um love 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 with the with the oils that they can be used topically totally and aromatically and they work mm -hmm. right the, the kids don't actually you know it's great if they will get them internally there's a lot of benefits yeah. to that a lot of little kids it's really hard to get them to take anything internally even the western meds my kids would oh yeah out. totally like, so it's like so hard to get them to do anything mm -hmm. so i mean once you have the oils it's like so before the oils like once a month, at least, I would be at urgent care mm. because the kids always get sick in the evening on a weekend, mm -hmm. right? Like they don't get sick during office hours. Totally. And you bag your kid to urgent care. You wait in the lobby for like an hour and a half mm -hmm. with like thirty super super sick people. Totally. <laughs> your kid's touching and licking everything. <laughs> when their immune systems are already compromised mm -hmm. you know surrounded by all this and then you know what do they do they give you an antibiotic mm -hmm. basically and so <laughs> that's that the deal was that, that i had every month and so i was so grateful and same i have the same experience as you like we have not now we have gone for you know knees you know surgeries yes, and yeah the normal stuff, no, we don't go for that. Mm -hmm. I know what to do, and it's worked every time. And I had the same exact philosophy. I was like, we can always go to urgent care. It's there. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But I'm so grateful that I don't go there anymore. So oh, it's, my gosh. Totally. It's pretty crazy. You know, I have to share the story. Actually, another <laughs> thing about about how fast he's working and with children. Yeah. So my, uh, my littlest, he's three, <clears throat> just turned three recently. Mm -hmm. And uh, so we were coming home from somewhere. Three-year-old, by the way, ever oh, so you. cute. Thank oh my gosh, you thank, so you. Much. thank you. Um, yeah. what? Well, oh, we went on a walk or something, and he just like walked forward or something, and he threw up. And I'm like, oh, that's not good. And so then <laughs> he's saying his stomach hurts. He can't make it home. Oh, that was not the walk. And so at, by the time we got home, he barely made it. Didn't have to go to the bathroom. We thought he had to go to the bathroom, and he was crying and he was just feeling like almost like lethargic. I'm thinking, oh, dude, this is it. Like we, this is, you know, I'm Mr. Hypochondriac almost. Yes. I'm like, okay. And so she, he, I think she asked him, you want some oils? 
And he said yes, because he knows about, you know, Digestin. She put Digestin on his stomach. I swear to God, from him just being like, oh, this is, uh, and just sick and almost crying. Probably like a minute later, I'm better. I mean, like, and you can't fake that. I could fake that maybe. He can't. I'm better. Let's go. I want to go back. And I'm like, no way. Like, that was like another another huge testament to how these oils can work because I was very concerned. And like the way he took a 180 degree turn and he didn't have to swallow anything. He didn't have to. He loves the oils. He lo- and that I was it. Ru- I actually rubbed it on the outside of his tummy and on the bottom of his feet. And I did it actually twice. I did it twice, probably like I did once and it was at five minutes later, he was still like, uh, and so I did it again. And then like one minute after that, it was fine. So that's the other thing. It's like, you have to be repetitive and you have to apply as often because sometimes I feel like we're like, okay, apply every blood, but it's like, sometimes I need it more than that and it's okay. So you just have to pay attention. And that's the beauty of it. You can reapply, Mm -hmm. you know, and and that goes back again. I know I don't need to be like slamming on Western medicine, but, you know, I remember I was always so uh, stressed out and panicked about when I would give them the little children's whatever Mm -hmm. Tylenol because you have to measure it out, right? Those little, is it milliliters? Yeah. Four in the morning. (laughs) And then you're like, oh gosh, was it four hours or six hours? And like, you know, if you you're going to overdose your kid mm-hmm. and you're going to be in the emergency room pumping their stomach. Like that's just oh, the worst dude. feeling as a parent. And if it does, if it doesn't work, mm-hmm. you can't give them more. Mm-hmm. It's like, that's it. Whereas with the oils, yeah, you keep layering, you keep layering. Mm-hmm. Like I love that, that that's totally safe and that you, you know, you can keep adding more and it just, yeah, that makes the biggest difference in the world. Yeah. That's so huge. It's, it's so like, comforting. You know, yeah. I remember when uh, our two oldest were super young and a couple times we had to get the cough medicine and stuff, mm-hmm. and it is like, okay, yeah. do, four four hour of uh, six, six two two doses in twenty four. Okay, wait, and it's like, dude, you, I don't want to kill my kid. I don't want to overdose my kid. Well, and it's like before you make the transition, and it, like we're just so I feel so fortunate that doTERRA like that they showed up and did their work in the world you know what I'm saying and that they like did all this and created these awesome amazing oils um but like when you're a parent and you don't have that option you always have infant Tylenol on you when you have a baby right like I think about my older actually my older four because we didn't start using oils until uh, we already had four, like our youngest is our first oil baby. Like we haven't ever had to do anything except for oils, right? But prior, anytime we had a baby, there is infant Tylenol in your backpack, plus like teething stuff. Teething you know what I'm things. saying? And you were just like, whenever feeding and giving them, you know, changing their diaper didn't work, you gave them Tylenol. Like what? Yeah. And that was just the, yeah. that's just like the norm. That's just the normal American yeah. way. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Nobody thinks twice about that, Mm-mm. really. Yeah. yeah, not at all. Yeah. Um, so, um, who introduced you to oils? So, I believe you've had her as a guest on your show, <laughs> my friend Roxanne Bybee. Uh-huh. You know, and there's just such a great. Um, it, it's just it's how we it's how we live and it's how we do life, right? It's how we share. We were friends. We both had kids doing a. a schooling program together mm-hmm. and so she you know as I'm sharing with her things going on in my life personally with my kids mm-hmm. of course the natural thing is to share the oils mm-hmm. she used oils with her kids she was in mm-hmm. herself she knew how they worked so she started to give me some um 
However, I have to be honest, <laughs> I was skeptical. <laughs> and, and it's because um, I actually had been using essential oils for, oh my gosh, at, at that point, um, probably 20 years. Mm -hmm. So I, again, I was a massage therapist, as I mentioned, mm -hmm. but even before massage school, I found essential oils. I found them when I was 16 years old mm. and I started using them. And then I used them, you know, I went to massage school at 18. So I started using a lot of essential oils at that time. They're really popular, actually. I mean, they, well, I shouldn't say that. They were really popular in that world mm -hmm. as a massage therapist, you know, acupuncture, things that the world that I was in at that time, um, essential oils were popular. And they were actually relatively good, okay? Because this was the late 80s. I'm old. <laughs> and um, they, they were actually relatively good. What ended up happening, though, is that as soon as they became a little bit more commercial and more people tried to make them, the, the quality went way down, uh, right? Because a lot of people started using synthetics, inferior oils, you know, all of the things that we see now, like rampant in the market. And so what I started to experience as a massage therapist was that um, I stopped using the oils, actually. I was like, eh, they're not that great. Basically, that was what I came to. I had a lot of people have bad reactions. Mm. Again, because I was using oils that were probably cut with synthetics, just really low quality. And I didn't, I didn't know. I had no idea that there was this, you know, this huge discrepancy in the market. And so I had kind of stopped using them. I used them a little bit, but I used them more like, oh, I'll put this one in my bath or I'll, you know, have a little diffuser. I like the smell, but I wasn't using them therapeutically. And really I didn't have access to therapy kinds of oils. So when she introduced the oils to me, I was a little bit skeptical because I'm like, oh yeah, I know about essential oils. Yeah, they're okay. You know, that was mm -hmm. kind of my, my feeling at the time. So it took a little while. Also, you know, it's interesting. When I first smelled doTERRA's oils, I was like, whoa, these are really strong. Like, they seem so strong to me because I was used to watered down cheap oils, really, like that were not pure, were not potent. And so my first reaction to it was it kind of overwhelmed me because I wasn't accustomed to it. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's. So of course, then I learned. I had to learn the difference. Plus, I was like, Roxanne, you're a mom. Like, what do you know about oils? <laughs> I've been a massage therapist for all these years. I was a little bit. <laughs> I thought I knew more, right? Which is funny because really, she knew more <laughs> about these oils. So that's I had to kind of become humble and become willing to listen and learn. Okay, so I'm just curious. How long did that take you? So honestly, it was about a six month process. I would okay. say. Um, I, you know, she would give me, she would let me try some oils and I would have like a really awesome experience. And then I would kind of be like, okay, well that was cool. And, and I kind of didn't give it a lot of credit. Mm -hmm. And I think it was after my like fourth or fifth amazing experience. I'm like, okay, these oils are amazing. Mm -hmm. And I, I need to pay more attention. I need to really. And, and so as I started to use them more and have more and more experiences, I started to share them mm -hmm. with friends and family and they started having, you know, the same experiences. Mm -hmm. And, and, it, and it was kind of fun. I remember at uh, one point, um, my mom was, I think, in her 50s when I started using the oils. And she was getting hot flashes. And I remember, I didn't know anything about hot flashes. Mm -hmm. But I was like, okay, well, I'm going to look it up in the book. I had a book, mm -hmm. right? And I'm like, these are the three oils. This is how you use it. And she started using it. And, like, within two days, she stopped having hot flashes. What? And I was like, that's what I said. I'm like, what? Like, cause I didn't, that wasn't even something I was doing at the time. But it was so cool to be like, oh my gosh, like when people tell me about their problems now, instead of just feeling like, oh, I'm so sorry. Mm -hmm. And you know, <laughs> you feel like here, right? What do you do? You go, I'm sorry. Oh, that sounds terrible. Mm -hmm. You know, now I'd be like, hey, wait a minute. Let me look this up in my book. Let's see what we can do. And so that was fun. I loved that feeling mm -hmm. of 
being able to help people that way. Mm-hmm. Nice. Yeah. That is so awesome. So she, okay, to our audience. Yeah. Gold is in the follow-up. Do you hear this? It took her six months of, and you weren't buying oils from her, right? She's giving you samples. Is that what was happening? Samples. After around five or six months, I did start buying. Yeah, yeah. I know. (laughs) But I mean, still for six months, she offered you like, that was very generous of her to not just be like, okay, sister, seriously. You know what I'm saying? She was patient. And, um... For those of you that don't know, uh, Roxanne Bybee is a founder of the country. We didn't even mm-hmm. say, we really don't really share normally this kind of stuff. But I think in this situation, for those of you who are listening, I think this is helpful for you to see because Roxanne Bybee is a founder of the United States and yeah. she's a presidential diamond. And Karina is also a presidential diamond. And so like if she hadn't been patient, right, there is a lot that would have been lost for a lot of humans. Like I'm not even talking about money, you guys. I'm talking about all the impact of humans that have been impacted because Roxanne took time to share with Karina. Karina's had a major impact on the planet, right? She's a presidential diamond, which means she's shared with thousands and thousands of people. And so I just love that it was patience and it was really love for humanity, for you as a human and then just humans in general. general, She saw that there was a benefit you could gain and you just didn't know. And probably why she thought that and was so patient is she also didn't just jump on right away, right? Her husband got on and then she took time and she was like, yeah, whatever. Like, don't talk to me about these oils. She did that herself. So she probably saw a little bit of herself in you and was like, okay, she just needs a little bit more time. Like, it's totally fine. So don't give up on your friends that you guys are sharing oils with, you guys. Like, don't don't give timelines. Like, allow people to come and have their own experiences and patience and love when we show up like that makes a huge impact. So anyways, go ahead. I apologize, but I just had to make no, that I point. I love that you said that. And there's just one thing I'd love to add to that, which is, you know, um, so James, James Vibe is Roxanne's husband, mm-hmm. right? And the two of them are amazing. Mm-hmm. And, and um, I, my friendship initially started with Roxanne, you know, but then of course it extended to James. And early on, I remember when I was kind of trying to decide, like, do I want to do this as a business, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. And then that was a whole, that's like a whole nother conversation. <laughs> and I, I think ultimately I realized that it was sharing and educating people, which I was so on board with. And, and so I decided yes, but even in that decision, there's lots of ways one could do that, right? It could be like, I'm going to do this kind of part time or just casually. And I was trying to decide that. And I remember having this conversation with James and I said, you know, I don't know if I really want to like build a business or just kind of share it with my friends and family, mm-hmm. you know, because I know the oils work. I would share them if business or no business, mm-hmm. because that's what we do when something works totally. for us. We share with love. And he said, what do you think is going to have a bigger impact if you just share casually with some friends or family or if you build a business that touches thousands and thousands of people's lives all over the world, right? And that question was like, that was such a powerful question because it really, I was like, well, yeah, I want to touch as many lives as possible. And, and, um, and at the time that just seemed like a pipe dream, mm-hmm. really, like I had no idea like how that could even happen. And, and it's so beautiful now, nine years later, like that has happened. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm, and I am so grateful. And, and of course, like, I'm just a very small piece in this whole puzzle of, you know, there's so many thousands of people in the world sharing these beautiful oils and, and look what you're doing to share these oils with people and, mm-hmm. and the 
stories, which is the most powerful part, really, that the story. So I just appreciate what you're doing so much. Oh, and thank you. I think you're really offering an amazing service to people. Thank you. That's, That's really pretty nice. awesome. Thank That's you very much. Awesome. <clears throat> so once introduced to doTERRA, um, <laughs> after you finally jumped on board and started going, were you implementing them quite often in your family and with your, uh, yeah? Yeah, I mean, really, once I kind of figured yeah. out, like, pretty much use the oils for pretty much everything, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Um, uh, again, surgery, okay, have a surgeon. <laughs> but even within that, there's oils to prepare, there's oils after. I mean, even if you do need to, and there are situations where you really do need to be under the mm-hmm. care of Western, you know, physician, of course, mm-hmm. or surgeon. Um, but there's so many ways that you can use oils to complement that experience for the emotions, for the healing, for, you know, a lot pain um but yeah my deal was like we're gonna use the oils we're gonna just like you said the doctor's there urgent care's there mm-hmm. but we are gonna use the oils we're gonna try it for everything mm-hmm. and really it was i can't say we've used it for everything now nine years later mm-hmm. but really pretty much everything except for yeah stress or, i mean sorry the surgeries and a couple other little things we have it's been probably about 98 percent, which is huge. That's massive I mean, that's massive yeah it's just massive um so, um, and then it became also like learning more ways to use the oils. Mm-hmm. So obviously it, there was a lot of focus when I started on my own, really my own well-being. I would say I worked a lot on myself because mm-hmm. I was really struggling. So I did a lot to rid my body of candida, the supplements, you know, I had really wonky hormones. So I was working on that. Um, uh, you know, the, the stress, the, the emotional wellness <clears throat> all the stuff with the kids mm-hmm. right when you have little kids it's just constant mm-hmm. yep. <laughs> um but then it was like oh what about beauty right what about um hair care skin care mm-hmm. like let's get that natural and detoxify what about cleaning the house mm-hmm. right chemicals out of the house oh you can cook with these oils let's explore that and so it just became like and that's what's so wonderful is like you can start as simple as you want with like okay i got this problem let's tackle that but then literally it's endless. Mm-hmm. They can be used for everything. Mm-hmm. And so it becomes this wonderful exploration into how else can we use them? How else can they bless people's lives? And then, I mean, everyone you know has, is struggling with something. Mm-hmm. Literally every single person has a health or emotional issue or both. Mm-hmm. And so it became, you know, this whole exploration of how can I help all these people? And again, I don't know everything, but luckily there's books, there's apps, mm-hmm. there's all these tools so that we can find those solutions and we can find those answers. Yeah, totally. That's awesome. So can you think of some experiences that you went through and can you share with the audience how you used oils and whatever else, you know, whether it's, yeah, what was your protocol? Will you pick something and share that? Okay. Uh, So I um, struggled with anxiety Mm -hmm. most of my life. And I think I mentioned I was on meds for it for about 15 years. And so I'm not going to talk about the weaning off process so much because I do think that is individual for each person. And, you know, obviously I'm not recommending people do that. I just want to be really clear. If you do that, it is good to be under the care of someone who is supportive of that process and knows how to do it. Okay. It's a slow process. And for me, it involved a lot of cleansing my body, taking supplements, using oils. There was a lot of things that needed to be in place. Emotional work, prayer. Okay. Mm-hmm. But I still get anxious, right? Mm-hmm. It's not like hundred percent done. I still get anxious. And, um, 
especially when I fly in airplanes, I can really kind of get panicky actually mm. um, when it, when that gets bumpy. And so I just, I can get really, really freaked out and I fly a lot. <laughs> so it's just really ridiculous. So I still have this fear, but um, I am telling you, I, there are a number of oils that I use, but my go-to number one, if I can just grab one oil is this oil called serenity. Mm. And it's super calming. It's really good for fear, anxiousness, nervousness, anger, agitation. It's a great one for sleep. It's just like super calming. It's got Roman chamomile, lang lang lavender. Um, it's got a few other oils, a sandalwood. Mm-hmm. And so I literally just pull off the cap and I just... Oh, inhale right from the bottom. And I just, I, yeah, like I'll get some on me, but sometimes if I'm really nervous, like I literally, all I can do is get the cap off, mm-hmm. right? And I just sit there and I, and I do like these deep, deep breaths. And I'm telling you, like maybe 10 breaths in, it just completely relaxes me. Like I am calm. Nice. And I used to be somebody that like had to like kick back a couple of cocktails and like mm-hmm. just like try to knock myself out on flights because it really freaked me out. So that is a situation. Um, I also, I carry it in my purse. I find when I'm driving, sometimes driving will also uh, be really anxious mm-hmm. for me, especially if someone like cuts me off on the freeway or I feel like, you know, there's a close call. Mm-hmm. I feel my heart rate go up. Same thing, it's pull off, breathe that oil. Now there's a lot of other oils like frankincense. I love vetiver, peace. These are some other oils that I've used as well as the supplements. Mm-hmm. Those are things that really help, I think, on a daily basis to just, like, keep me calm. Mm-hmm. Um, but, that's, but that's one. Um, I can tell you about kind of a cool experience. Um, it was actually a really scary experience, a protocol that I did for my son. Okay, yeah. Uh, so this <laughs> this was a few years back, and we um, – we, we were in Southern California. We we're actually at a doTERRA event and I was speaking at it. And so we had to drop our kids off. They were little at the time. I think my son was, I don't know, six or seven. And um, we dropped them off at some cousin's house. And it turned out my cousin was super, super ill. I forget what they had, but um, so we picked up my son and then we went to Legoland, okay? And he had been wanting to go to Legoland his whole life. It was just like Shangri-La for him. And it's about noon at Legoland and all of a sudden, you know, throwing up, oh. laying on the ground, just completely ill, right? Bring him back to the hotel room. And he is, he was probably the sickest that I've ever seen him. So he's high fevers. He's throwing up all over the room. And we're supposed to, um, first of all, that in and of itself was really yeah. scary. And I was, I was in that moment of like, okay, do we just rush him to the, you know, mm-hmm. to the urgent care the emergency room? Do I try to handle this? I'm like, and so I kind of was like, okay, let me see what I can do right mm-hmm. now. If I can just start to work on this. If not, we're going to have to mm-hmm. go. Um, meanwhile, we're also supposed to drive home the next day, which is like, like an eight hour drive. Okay. Long drive in the car. Right? With a puking so, child. Like that's the worst. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, um, and high fever, like we were like, there's no way we're getting him in the car yeah. right now. So I just got on it. Like immediately I started getting peppermint and I diluted it. I started rubbing it on his body. Mm-hmm. So his back, his legs, his feet. Um, I got oregano and frankincense and on guard and bottom of the feet and then diluted on the spine. Okay. And digest then on his stomach. Mm-hmm. And, um, and I kept reapplying it probably every 10 or 15 minutes. Okay. Mm-hmm. And I started to see the fever coming down. So I was like, okay, I started, you know, he was still kind of throwing up, but he got it out of his system. And this was the amazing thing. 
I figured that I might be able to manage it naturally because I had used the oils at this point a number of mm -hmm. years, right? I had some confidence. Mm -hmm. But I was like, I'm sure we're not going to be able to drive home the next day. Like, we're probably going to have to spend another night at this hotel mm -hmm. and come back in another day. There's no way this kid is going to be ready for like an eight-hour drive, mm -hmm. right? He was fine the next day. No fever, no, no, not a complaining of any pain, eating, eating normally. Like, oh my God. Blown away. We did the drive home. He was fine. Like, so that's the kind of thing where, like, thank God that I had those oils. Totally. You know, here in a strange town, I don't know who to go to. I don't know what to do. It's like, it would have been probably a trip to the ER. Mm -hmm. It was late at night mm -hmm. you know, by the time, you know, things. And it just would have been expensive and scary. And mm -hmm. who knows what they would have given him. And like, it was fine. We just used oils and we drove home. <laughs> it's so, it's I so awesome. I love that. And you guys, so this is the deal with that. It was her consistency. Like consistency is key, right? She says every 10 to 15 minutes, spine, bottom of the feet, on the tummy, just getting them on him and reapplying. Because what happens is as it's trying to spread, the oils are able to go in there and just get working on him so that is so and again you guys we're not making any claims no, this is her personal no experience and it's an option that might work for you well what's you know? cool is what's cool is time time again story and story again mm -hmm. it's not necessarily i mean i see it as like an empowerment story oh my gosh it's so empowering because you have these levels of offense and defense before you are at need to take them somewhere and it's so amazing mm -hmm. that that we're able to have that. It's not just like children's Tylenol. It's like these actual legitimate natural solutions that are worth trying because they work for people like yourself. They work for they people like for us. They work for us, totally. <clears throat> and man, just and, to be able to have that. And you know, you guys, so this is the other deal to our audience that it is more work at the time, but in the long run, it saves you so much more time, right? Because what would have happened, she would have gone, she had to go to the doctors, which that takes time, right? Then they would have got something and then it would have taken time for him to get better. They probably would have had to stay another day or maybe even two, right? So in the long run now, in the moment, she probably didn't sleep very much that night, right? Like, cause she's, you're applying, you're applying. I totally understand because I have definitely done the same thing. But her child feels better faster and it was totally worth all of that immediate time that she provided and applied and applied and applied because in the end it saved her probably a week, mm -hmm. you know? Yeah, yeah, totally. Yeah. It's pretty awesome too because awesome and there's this, there's this part that's like, it's almost like people need to be re-educated and like retaught how to address themselves, how to address their loved ones and their family because it's not just here, take this pill and call me in the morning. Take two of these and call me. It's like, oh, and and the fact that you're interacting with your child, you're hands on. It's totally bonding. That's all yeah. bonding and healing. I mean, human touch is healing. So like, it's so much more than just a couple drops. It's like you're 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 in tune. Your spirit, your prayer, your thoughts, your energy is going mm -hmm. into that healing. It's not just literally not just like here, take these. We'll see how you feel. Oh, hundred percent. I love that. I love that. It's also like learning ourselves and then obviously our children mm -hmm. is so beautiful learning that like the body actually heals itself, mm -hmm. right? Yeah. We give it what it needs. It will heal. And we're working with our body and we're not working against our bodies. Mm -hmm. 
And even the things like with fevers, like I know that in a more natural approach, like a fever is burning something off in the body. Mm -hmm. Like a fever is not inherently bad. Mm -hmm. And I think even in Western culture, as parents are taught, oh my gosh, there's a fever, get rid of it, get rid Mm -hmm. of it, you know? And and obviously you don't want a fever to go too high, Mm -hmm. of course, right? That that would be dangerous. You do need to monitor it. Mm -hmm. But, but, and the oils can bring it down, which, but you don't, you actually, like the body is actually doing something with that fever. Mm -hmm. And we, our kids, to go through those things they're building their immunity mm-hmm. they're building their bodies and so i think it's like understanding that and not being so fearful mm-hmm. i think we're taught to be so fearful oh, man. you know especially as mothers we're just like in you know and of course there's things we need to be aware of and there's times we need you know there are true emergencies of course mm-hmm. but everything isn't an emergency totally you know and so i think learning to you know and of course we learn i think as parents you totally. know uh what is and what isn't, you know? So, well, and the other thing too is, I think sometimes we—it's almost like society puts this thing that, like, if you're not a mother who worries, then you're not a good mom. Well, not only that, you know what I'm saying. Not only that, but, but like, that's if, a lie. If you <laughs> yeah. are trying to take, you know, there's this thing like, oh, we're we're trying to address it, and you know what always comes to my mind is like, oh, those those uh, super radical uh, um, religious people in those little small sects or cults that the kid gets bit by a snake and they're like, Oh, we're not going to do anything. Like God will take care of it. But because they're like, look at how bad those people are. And if, and, and it's pushed so much modern medicine, big pharma, Mm -hmm. you see these commercials, you see the the news, all these things. And it's like, dude, like we just want to help our child. That's the bottom line in the best way possible. And so there's always that little thing. I mean, I remember a couple of times we're handling stuff and we're like, dude, this has, you know, this is going to work because otherwise it is a beeline directly to emergency. And, you know, I don't know. I just, it's just crazy how, like you said, the pressure or almost like the pressure. Yeah. 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 Cause sometimes there's definitely been times where I'm like, you know, you know, you're oiling and you know, I am happen to be a woman of faith. So I'm like praying and I'm oiling. Right. And I'm just like, please, like, I know you work just like, please, please like, let's help. Let's help this get better. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, then you guys, I just also want to say, you know, when you take your health in your own hands and you don't, you have an option so you don't have to be going to urgent care all the time or into the doctors. You're doing them a favor because then they have time. The doctors have time to focus on people who they really need to help. Like right now, their offices are so full of, you know, things like, you know, that you could be able to manage at home if you had the tools. And imagine if all of the people were using the tools that they could have in their home, freeing up the doctor's time. You know what would happen? Mm-hmm. They would, there would be more quality time at the doctor's because they'd have time to provide quality. Mm-hmm. So it is more, it's even, I mean, as much as the, we're the benefit, and that's awesome. Like, I love that I'm empowered and I have the benefit. But I'm also providing room and space for doctors to be able to take care of what and do their job, what they went to school for, for things that are big deal that they that really need more time. And they're actually not getting the time that they need, you know. So I just it's such a it's such a big impact when you decide to be someone who it's just is the snowball effect. And the snowball effect, you know, takes your take care of yourself hand. by doing that. You're able to take care of others. Mm-hmm. You're freeing up space. You're able mm-hmm. to you're bettering the world, you know? Yeah, absolutely. I love that. And I mean, I think true healthcare really is something that we need to be focused on. Mm -hmm. And, you know, 
in our culture, I think Western medicine is more of the emergencies. It is more of the surgeries, right? Mm -hmm. Diagnostic. Mm -hmm. Those are areas where we really excel, I think, in Western medicine. And we, and those can be utilized and used beautifully, complementary with totally. the natural. Hundred percent. We're talking about health, right? Being healthy, like that, is something that we need to. Um, that's not going to be, you know, so much going to doctors as it is really our lifestyle. What are we doing? What are we putting in our body? What are we using? You know, how are we addressing these things in our family when they come mm -hmm. up? Uh, the day to day, right? I mean, that is really what keeps us healthy is like, what are we eating? What supplements? What oils? Mm -hmm. You know, are we getting rid of toxic stuff, really? Mm -hmm. And I love that I feel like doTERRA just gives us this healthy lifestyle mm -hmm. in this way that's pretty easy, actually. It's easy to learn. It's easy to implement. You don't have to have, you know, a degree in natural mm -hmm. medicine. You don't have to study for 20 years you know i mean it's great if you do mm -hmm. that's beautiful but you don't have to mm -hmm. it's pretty simple mm -hmm. um, and i think that's one of the things that i love because i feel like before doTERRA even though i was in that world of natural medicine of natural healing it was pretty complicated to be mm -hmm. honest um, it really did require um quite a bit of knowledge and i didn't feel like i had this kind of like one you know one size kind of fits mm -hmm. situation i can pull out for everybody and now i do i mean even the oils, it's pretty remarkable that the same essential oil can be used on a baby, a child, mm -hmm. an adult, an elderly mm -hmm. person, your pet. Mm -hmm. <laughs> right? And for, for all different things. Yeah. It's so insane. Yeah. It, it's, it's it's almost so like too insane. good to be true. Yeah, it is. It's so almost insane. too exactly. good to be true. Yeah. It's funny. When I was a kid, there was, you know, Saturday Night Live, there was this. There was, you know, they have the fake commercials. Yep. There was this commercial. It was like, it cleans your house. It washes your hair. It, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like something that did everything, you know. And sometimes I feel that way about the oils. Like I'm like, okay, this doesn't sound true, but it's true. Mm -hmm. It is true. And then that's, I think that's the beauty of nature. It's like there you go. So you diverse. Know, these plants have such power and such intelligence in them. And there's hundreds of compounds in one essential oil, one plant. And so it does. It does hundreds of things, mm -hmm. right? It's not. It's when you look at the chemistry, there's a reason for mm -hmm. that. But when you're just describing, it, it does sound a bit fetched. It does. <laughs> but and also that kind of brings me to a point: hundreds of compounds in each of these essential oils. And what's awesome is that we're all so different. Our our body makeup, the our chemistry. our tolerances, our our genetics, our DNA. our uh, allergy, whatever they are, so different. And it's amazing when someone says, "Oh, I use this." For this, oh, I use this for arthritis. Wait, the same oil? But the, how, because they're different. We're different. And it's like trying these different oils mm -hmm. and getting stories out like this. <laughs> I think, me. I mean, first of all, we've learned so much from all these different oh my stories. Gosh. You know, because it's like, you use it for this, you use it this way, how, what? Yeah. And it's like. Aren't you always amazed? Like, I feel yeah. like I'm constantly hearing about people using oils in ways I would have never. Yeah. Oh my gosh, me too. <laughs> I have every single podcast in my mind. I'm like, what in the world? Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah. <laughs> it's so just it's, awesome. I mean, it's super it's, awesome. It's, it's something that can be. Well, one thing I like to say about the oils, which is, you know, when you do like, you know, obviously if you take a Western medicine over the counter or prescription, there are um, side effects, right? Mm -hmm. We all, we all know that, mm -hmm. right? That's to be expected. And when, if you ever pick up a prescription, there's like a, a legal form, like this long telling you about the side effects, yeah. right? <laughs> Some of them are pretty gnarly. Yeah, yeah. for sure. Um, you're, and so what I love about the oils is I call it, you get side benefits, right? Mm. You might use this oil for your headache, but it's doing a hundred other things you don't even know that are good. So you get the side benefits. I mean, and what's I love funny that is side benefits, yeah. in yeah. all my, yeah. in all of our, or at least all my um, experience with the oils, 
the worst I've heard is someone might have an intolerance to a certain oil. Or maybe they yeah. overapplied and got a rash or some sort of bumps mm-hmm. or something. But I've never heard of people getting sick, anything like that. I, I welcome that. I want to know because that's another reason why we want to get more information out. If someone did have some adverse effect to something, then maybe it could help someone. So, but I, I'm looking and we, I'm actually. Ha- Sorry, I'm sucking on on guard. There are lots of things because um, are you gonna? Oh, it's okay. I got. Oh, I was gonna. Oh. Um, cause I have a, oh, that's love right there. That's love right there. <laughs> <laughs> I think my, a little bit of scratch. <laughs> uh, I have just a little bit of an itchy throat, but, um, so have you ever had any negative side effects to oils? Has there ever been something that share? One thing that I have experienced now I have very sensitive skin. And so there's a little education that goes along. Um, there was one point actually when I first started using the oils, it's interesting. I had psoriasis on my neck. Again, I had like so many things at that time from, I think, just all that stress and I I wasn't in a really healthy place. So I had psoriasis on my neck and I was using oils for it. Um, And again, I was reapplying, reapplying. And I did learn that I had to dilute the oils Mm -hmm. when I reapplied them that many times. Mm -hmm. The sensitive skin, the neck is sensitive skin. Mm -hmm. And so even though I was putting oils like, let's say, lavender, melaleuca that are very gentle and I could put them on my skin really any part of my skin I could put them directly but when I was reapplying and reapplying and reapplying I really needed to dilute it with um, some coconut or another fatty oil coconut oil and so that I did notice I got a little bit like red it kind of was um, a little irritated mm-hmm. it was irritated yeah so that's something that I've learned I also experienced that with I'm trying to remember what it was there was someone that was I was having them put oils on this on the chest mm-hmm. like um, on the front of the chest, which is also kind of sensitive skin. I think for a rash as well, actually. And same thing, like when they were just applying the oils, you know, repeatedly without diluting it after a while, not at first, mm-hmm. but after a couple of days of doing that, they said, you know, it kind of is irritating my skin. So that's really the most that I've ever had. I mean, of course we all have, if you use the oils, you get the oregano, you know, <laughs> undiluted in the mouth mm-hmm. or, you know, yeah, yeah. one of those kind of things, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, so I have had a few or like peppermint in the eye. Yeah. So as we wrap up here, do you want a final message or anything? And also we want to, I mean, if you have a link that we can add, if you'd like us to, mm-hmm. we'd love to add your link so that people can contact you or get a hold, uh, you know, some way if you'd like. Well, you know, I just, um, I just really encourage people, you know, if you are new to essential oils, if you're new to trying them, to really give it a try because they are amazing. And I, I know they'll bless your life. And I know that you're going to have incredible experiences if you'll try them. And don't get overwhelmed. I think that would be my suggestion. Just start with something. Start with one thing that you want to start trying oils for or a couple of things, right? Because sometimes people can be like, oh my gosh, there's so mm-hmm. much. You feel overwhelmed. And there's no reason to be overwhelmed. Like you literally just start where you are, start with this thing and then you try another thing and then you, you know, you just start to use them. And the other thing I would say, if you are just beginning to use the oils now and you're like, how do I um, incorporate them? Remember, right? Because I feel like that's one of the things is like creating new habits takes focus. It takes time to create new habits, good or bad, right? Mm -hmm. So one of the things that I really like to do is have the essential oils where you're already going to do something. Um, So for example, I have oils right by my toothbrush because I'm going to brush my teeth in the morning and at Mm -hmm. night, right? I I will never not brush my teeth. Like I have to brush Mm -hmm. my teeth, right? 
There's a lot of other things I may or may not do that I want to do, but teeth are going to get brushed. So if I have oils right there that I want to use a few times a day, I can link it to something I'm already doing, oh, nice. like brushing my teeth, right? So that would be my suggestion. Again, like put them in your purse, have them by your desk, the ones you need for headaches focus, right? Put them right by your kid's nightstand that you want to use for bedtime. Like put them where you're going to use them. Because if you stick them in a cabinet and close the door, it's like out of sight, out of mind. Yeah, yeah. So I would just say start using them and then get them where you're going to see them, remember them, and where it's going to be easy, right? Make it easy for yourself because they're so easy to use. You open a bottle, take a few drops, you know, swipe a roll on. I mean, there's like nothing easier, honestly, mm -hmm. than in natural wellness that you could use. They're the easiest thing. But again, you want to have them right there. So um, I love that you're doing this. I mean, people are going to get so many, I think, um, awesome opportunities to learn how to use mm -hmm. the oils from this podcast. So um, I'll give you guys the link to my website if yeah. people want to check it out. It's intouchessentials.com. Perfect. Um, yeah. Excellent. Thank you so much for having me. I really enjoyed Thanks for this. Joining Thank us. you, Thanks Karina. For joining us. Super awesome. Yeah. Thank you for sharing your precious time. And thanks to all of yeah. you for watching. Uh, we want, uh, want to ask you for a favor. If you can... Share this with just two of your friends or two people that you think might actually benefit from mm -hmm. this because you never know who will. Mm -hmm. And you never know how much of an impact it can make on their lives mm -hmm. or their children's or their family or friends. Mm -hmm. I totally agree. So like, share, subscribe. And hit the bell notification so that every time a new one comes out, you'll be notified. That's right. Thanks for Have joining us. Have an amazing us. day. Thank you for joining. Remain unaltered. Remain unaltered. Bye. 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 <laughs>